The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, we're going to talk about how to have a conversation with your own higher self and the higher selves of other beings in your world. And the reason that I think I was given this topic is because one of the major reasons that people find their way into my office, this is a theme that I see over and over and over again. And I wonder if this is a theme that brings people into their very bodies that they are living in right now too, is this desire to control life and to control other people. Right. And this feeling like if I could just get this thing out there to happen the way my small mind wants it to happen, everything would be okay. Everything would be fine. And usually, friends, it is the desire to fix the outside world that is causing the internal dysfunction. So today we're going to talk about how to have a conversation with your higher self and why these conversations can be so potent and powerful. All right, so here we go. So again, a lot of times people will come into my office and they're having a problem with the world, their life, their boss, their spouse, their child, their friend, their neighbor, etc. And they're feeling very disempowered and perhaps they're even feeling a little bit in victim mode, like, please make this stop. Oftentimes, recently, I see this a lot about the way people interact with other humans in their lives. And this idea that in order to have my own sense of well-being, I need to get them to stop doing what they're doing, right? I need to control them. Now, friends, I will remind you in this moment of time, if you don't know this already, and on some level, you most definitely do. I will remind you that the only true locus of control is within. You can control your own experience or how you experience your experience, uh, but you can't control the other person. You can control your behaviors, right? But you can't control the other persons. And so herein lies one of the most fundamental 
difficulties that many experience in human form is that it often feels like other things are impacting us that are out of our control. And of course, your higher self knows that we are all one and that everything happening in that outside world is happening for you, not to you. And that on some level, every other being is also a piece of you because we are all one. But when we're in this human container, right, we have to be really, really, really clear to stay in our own lane and focus on what we can control, which is always within ourselves. And so this can sometimes make relationships with other humans a little bit tricky, right? Because we don't get to control what they think, what they do, how they respond, what they feel. And sometimes it feels like all of those things come back and bite us in the derriere, right? It's other people can sometimes feel like a thorn in our side. Um, And sometimes it's not even just sometimes. Sometimes it's like all the time. Ah. Life too can sometimes feel like it's happening to us, right? And so when we are in that small mind, which is the place where most of us reside most of the time, because that is where your humanness tends to be, we often feel like hapless victims of our lives. We often feel like, you know, we're riding a ship that somebody else is steering and uh, we cannot figure out how to work the damn wheel, right? And in the meantime, the storm is really batting our poor little ship around. The good news is, is that your higher self always has a plan, always has the wisdom and is always on your side. And so a lot of times this dance of life is around or mastering this dance of life is around learning to reconnect to that higher wisdom, learning how to bring that higher sense of self, right? into your human experience and out through your human actions and eyeballs, right? And so it's about aligning with our highest and truest self and purpose. And when we start to think about things like that, we do a couple of things. One, we start to recognize that we are a spiritual being incarnate and that even though it sometimes feels like life is happening to us, there's a bigger part of us that is actually running the show and knows that all is well, even when our human self does not. It also gives us a broader perspective or the possibility of having a broader perspective on our human struggles so that we don't get lost in them. And I've been told by my guides and by many other people doing this kind of work that have a similar message coming to them and through them, I've been told that you know most human beings up until now have been all about the struggle and all about the unconsciousness and not having that broader perspective of the why. Oftentimes we attribute that to God. We've been taught to have faith. There's something bigger than you, but it's outside of you, right? It's oftentimes we don't have a sense that it's also part of who and what we are. Nowadays, during this beautiful awakening period, more and more people are opening up to the fact that you are a piece of God, right? You are an emanation. I love, I don't know who does this. I think Eckhart Tolle talks about this, but I think many people do as well. This idea of God is the sun and you are a ray or God is the ocean and you are a wave. So you are a part of all that is. And your higher self, your highest individuated aspect of the divine, that's how I understand a higher self, right? Really does know everything that you need to know to navigate this human journey and is happy to work with you. 
What I love about calling it your higher self versus God or source, and you can call it those things too, is it helps you to understand that you are part of both the problem and the solution, right? You are both. You are both. And rather than blaming ourselves or blaming God or feeling that kind of distance or I can't find the word, contrast or whatever, you understand that you are both. You are both. And that all of the wisdom that you seek to solve the puzzle that you have created for yourself is here for you. It's just a matter of re-remembering and rediscovering it. And your higher self can help you with that. Are you with me? So there's a couple different ways that we can co-cooperate with our higher self in life. And I actually teach a whole class that I call Spiritual Alignment Masterclass that's really on this point. It's a deep healing class where we learn different tools and aspects to align with that higher self, that higher purpose, that higher road, way of living, knowledge, wisdom, love, inspiration, way of life. But for today, I want to share a very specific tool that came through for me and one that I use often with other people, but I'm being guided that we can use it with ourselves as well. So I'm going to give you an example. Say you're having an issue with someone in your life and you're trying to navigate, maybe it's the end of a relationship or a partnership or someone that you're not having a great relationship or a boss that's really giving you a hard time or something where you feel like, ah, you know, I can't control this other person and I really want to. Okay. And this is not a tool for controlling another person. So you get that one out of your brain. Uh, but it is a way to recognize, remember, and realign with the higher purpose and whatever's going on right now and to set the possibility of reminding the other person of that as well, which is a very different thing. And so what I do sometimes in these situations is I imagine having a conversation with the person's higher self. And it works best if I can get into a somewhat higher self state myself where I'm not just screaming at the person's higher self because that that probably won't get the job, but I'm asking to help the two of us cooperate. So, you know, higher self mediation party kind of deal. And I'll imagine having a conversation with their higher self where I imagine sharing my highest truth with their highest truth and then asking, you know, for us as much as is possible to move forward from there. And I found that when I have these conversations, and for some of you, they might work better in meditation where you're in that still space, or even with someone like me or another uh, healer or helper who can help you get into that still space, but you can try it on your own too. I do it on my own. You can imagine, I'll imagine having that conversation, having that person hear my truth, what my soul needs to express, but giving it all the way to their highest, highest self and letting the rest take care of itself. Because oftentimes we relate to people human to human, ego to ego, and that creates usually more dysfunction, right? Because you want to be right. They want to be right. You want your perspective to be seen. They want their perspective to be seen. And it gets a little bit funky, right? Because we're all interacting with each other at the level of our human confusions and encumbrances. When we set that intention to have that conversation with the person's highest self, it releases all that. 
It also means that we have to release the expectation of how we think it's going to go. So having a conversation with someone's highest self is not like this. I need you to stop drinking. I need you to stop drinking. I've been telling you over and over again to stop drinking. I need you to do it. I'm telling your higher self. Okay? That's not going to work. You're not going to tell the higher self the same thing that you might tell this person. But I'm going to now get from the guides, a higher self conversation would be something like, look, I love you. I love you, but we're reaching the end of how our relationship is going to work right now when you continue to battle with this addiction. I want you to know that I love you, that I support you, and I'm, I'm sending this up to your highest, highest, highest self and my highest self and asking, please show us both the way forward through this dysfunction. And sometimes you'll be at a little higher level of awareness and you'll have some specific information or some specific thing that you want to say to that person. Like, I really understand that a lot of this comes from your experience of X, Y, and Z. And I really want to honor that, right? And I want to really honor the contract that we had experiencing this together, And I also want you to know that what my soul is learning right now is not to be codependent. And then I'm going to start backing away now. And I want you to understand that this is your opportunity to step up to the plate and start to take control of your own life. And you maybe even felt the energy in that conversation, especially as it went on and I was listening more to the guides about how my energy shifted. So a higher self to higher self conversation is where you really tune into your own highest wisdom and then you let the other person know you're remembering what you're here to learn and speaking directly to their higher self. And so it's a remembering really for both of you. Sometimes you're going to know the way and the thing that you want to express. And again, sometimes you are not. Sometimes in the cases where I can't get there because I'm too stirred up emotionally, I'll ask to do this in my dreams, in my sleep. And I just interviewed, I don't know the order in which these episodes will go live, but I just interviewed Rob Schwartz, who's one of my favorite authors, the author of the Souls Plan books series. There's three books. They all have different names, but that's the first one. And we were actually talking about this. And he was talking about, and some of you know this from other sources too, that when we go to sleep, our higher selves, our souls often go back to school and will you know, think about and recalibrate what's going on down here on the ground and communicate about how are our plans, you know, how's it going there on earth and what do we all need to do to get back in line with the plan, right? So we're doing this anyway all the time. And so again, having a higher self conversation is really just about doing it more consciously from your human perspective as opposed to your higher self perspective, which is doing it anyway. So anyway, sometimes what I like to do when I'm going to have a difficult conversation or I don't know how to navigate something, I ask in my dream to have that conversation or be guided or connect or do that learning. And oftentimes I will dream of the situation going a certain way. I'll get some information. And sometimes I will find that in the morning or in the next couple of days, right, there's a renewed peace in that relationship or in that situation. So I'm really just setting the intention as I go to bed, hey, let's do this work on the other side. And often we do, and it works. So that's another way to have a convo with your higher self, especially when you're feeling like a very disrupted about something where you maybe aren't going to hear your guidance high enough to get to that level where you can hear the higher self back. 
ask to do it in your dreams. Or sometimes we can do it in meditation. So, so far I've been talking about having a conversation with someone else's higher self. And again, you can always just imagine I'm connecting with their higher self. I'm connecting with my higher self and we're having a conversation. And if you do this in meditation, sometimes you will watch that conversation and you will get some information from that as well. Other times you may know very clearly what you want their higher self to know, even if their personality self ain't going to be able to hear it right now. And so you have the conversation at that level, know it's still being heard. And to the extent that their lower self can incorporate it, right? They will. And look, sometimes we're just not there. But speaking to the higher self from the higher self, it reconnects both of us to that higher plane of awareness. And that often brings us more peace, joy, ease, and alignment than an ego-to-ego conversation or even a slightly more evolved ego to a slightly less evolved ego conversation, which is the ones that probably most of you are having most of the time. So the last thing the guides wanted me to talk about is how do you talk with your own higher self? And this is kind of a new one to me because it's not something that I necessarily think about doing. Although the guides are telling me that I do it all the time. And so do many of you. And what they say first and foremost, to do this, you have to sort of let go of this distinction between yourself and other. And know, again, that when you're talking to your highest self, you are communing, connecting with the highest awareness that you are possibly able to hold in this moment right now. And sometimes it's even the highest level of awareness that you're not holding right now, but is there for you and is following along with you, holding that energy, holding that space, even if you and your human eyeballs and senses can't get there yet, because that is exactly how your higher self works. She is always there. And so you can imagine, you can do this in meditation, you can do this in visualization, you can do this when you go for a little walk, but just imagine for a few minutes that you are connecting with the light of your soul, that you are feeling her unconditional love or his acceptance, wisdom, joy, expansion, and that you are feeling almost a two-way stream between the two of you. You can imagine if you're a visual person between your own heart, body, center line, out through the top of your head to the most beautiful, bright, shiny star that you can imagine, which is your highest self. And you can imagine the light of that star coming into your body. And you can even imagine it going to all of your chakras, to your third eye, to your throat, to your heart, to your solar plexus, to your belly, sacral chakra, to the base of your spine. You can just imagine your root chakra, or you can just imagine it streaming in through the top of your head. And this is how you'll make the connection. Next, the guides say you can just release any frustrations, any human stuff, any pent up energies, and you can just say, I'm going to offer this up. (laughs) Not as uh, sometimes we want to tell our higher self, how the heck did you do this to me? And that is okay. But you just don't want that to be the whole conversation. So again, you're going to take a couple seconds and you're going to release the problem to your higher self. Whatever it is, whatever stirred up, you're going to hold it up in the light of her beautiful shining star and you're going to say, this is the mess. This is the guts. I'd like you to please take a look and to give it like an offering. And imagine that you are holding it up, releasing what wants to let go and also feeling her light 
stream down into the way that I see it as I practice this visualization along with you, pile of guts and entrails, (laughs) but whatever you have in your hands is just right. I see the light of my soul, of my higher self coming in there, releasing what's ready to go, but also showing me a new way, a new perspective, and planting the seeds for a new way of moving forward through this challenge knowing that a part of me already knows this. And so really what I'm asking is to reactivate that knowing in my human container. The third step, I think we're on three, the guides say is release any attachments or expectations of how this is supposed to go. Because again, your higher self always knows best. And when we speak from lower self or medium self to higher self, right? Human self to higher self, that is the way to go. What we are really doing is releasing and surrendering to that wiser part of ourselves. And then after you've released, you can simply ask if there's anything that I need to know. Is there anything I need to hear? Please show me, teach me. You can even say heal me. It's all good. And oftentimes you'll get a feeling or a sensation or words or messages either in the meditation or later on. What the guides say is that connecting with your human self, again, is always an offering, right? It's a two-way street, but it's also you saying, I'm going to surrender this problem to you because you are wise and you know best. It doesn't mean that you give up and you put your hands down and you're like, I'm not doing anything. My higher self will get it done and I'm just going to go to sleep for the next 10 years. Now, usually there's some action required from our human vessel as well. But again, you're releasing the reins to the higher part of yourself and then listening to what the next steps are and how you are being called to move forward through this situation. The guides say you can do the same thing with someone else's human self. What do I need to learn? What will help me navigate this relationship? What does this human need from me? And again, this one's tricky because sometimes we'll go into our mind and go to the lower self. But again, you can communicate with someone else's higher self. You don't always have to because your higher self and their higher self are just one thing anyway. But there are times too when you can pray or ask to connect with someone else's higher self just to remember and to reconnect with that deeper knowing and that deeper connection that we all have with each other that has really, it transcends the human, human interactions in human form. And it is the beautiful loving basis of all human relationships, even the ones that don't feel so loving right now. The guides say, wherever you are and however you do this work, again, know to do it from a place of deep love, deep respect, deep, deep, deep admiration for yourself for being in this human body and doing this amazing work called being human and also for your spirit for supporting you through this adventure. Know that whether you do these exercises or not, my friends, you are always, always, always connected and that your guides, your higher self, source, however you want to understand it or all of the above, including all of The people and things that seem to conspire against you in life are all truly and deeply on the deepest level on your side, here to love, to support you, and to awaken within you the deep knowing that all is well, all is love, and all is as it should be. And know too, you can practice this exercise anytime that you like. Whenever you're having a problem where your human self is really feeling like, I don't know what to do, just imagine offering it up to your higher self, 
releasing attachments, and then be prepared to listen attentively for the next steps. They will always, always, always come. So I want to thank you all for tuning in today. That is all the information that wants to come through on this topic. I learned a lot from this one as well. I invite you to share your feedback, your thoughts, your own experiences with this visualization and any other way that you like to connect with your highest self in the Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community, or shoot me an email. Let me know how this episode spoke to you. I always love to hear from you all and I appreciate you so much. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Have a wonderful day and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.